Hello and welcome for another week, David Lomond. How are you? Hi, Dave. Hi, everyone. Always good to have you here. Now, what about a topic today? What have you got us talking about? Well, we're going to talk a little bit more about the emotions and how the emotions affect the physical Mm -hmm. outcomes for our body. Okay, so we'll talk about that. We'll find out a little bit behind that. And also we'll be inviting calls on 49216216. So if you have a question for our naturopath, David Lomond, why don't you pick up the phone and give us a call now, 49216216 at 2NURFM 103.7. Now, we let off with this a little bit last week and we're continuing on because it's such an interesting area to explore and that's emotions, David. It is because our emotions actually affect everything in our body. So, you know, my firm belief is that we are a physical being we're a mental being, we're an emotional being, and we're a spiritual being. And that we're also a spiritual being here to have emotional experiences so we can learn and grow. And the emotional experiences that we have can either be processed and let go of, or they can get stuck in our body in a negative sense, and that will affect our physical being. So a lot of times when I'm working with someone, the real reason why they've got a sore back or the real reason why they've got an upset gut or diabetes or something else is that underneath everything else, there's something blocked emotionally. There's something they weren't able to process emotionally. And are our emotions different in childhood? Very different because in childhood, we're learning how to process our emotions. And if we're not taught, if we don't have two really loving parents who can teach us how to process those emotions, things are going to get blocked in us and we're going to take a wrong track. And rather than feeling loved, for instance, we're going to feel like the world doesn't like us at the extreme level. And someone who gets those feelings and carries those feelings through because nobody stands up for them can do all sorts of harm in the world because they are just stuck in the world doesn't love me. Why should I love the world? I hate the world. I want it to suffer. Share with us some examples, if you could, or at least one example of childhood and emotions. Well, with childhood, one of the most important things is that we feel that we are okay, that we feel that we can be left alone and we can explore and have fun doing what we want to do and that there will also be someone there for us if we need them. So a lot of people have abandonment issues and feel really sensitive and really upset if their partner walks out of the room or is away for a night, they can't sleep. All these sort of things go on because they actually have a deep-seated abandonment issue, which may have even been formed in the first year of their life. Talk us through dependency from childhood through to the years, through the years. Well, dependency really is that If our parents are great parents, they will teach us that it's okay to stand on our own two feet. They won't mollycoddle us, as we were talking about before. They'll allow us to explore the world. They'll allow us, you know, they can say hot a number of times, but if we still persist in putting a hand on top of something hot, then we have to learn that way rather than any other way. So we can warn a child, but we can't live their life for them. There's a great book called The Prophet by Cahel Gobrain, which explains that very much. You know, your children are not not you. They are basically a product from you, but they are not you. So if you're trying to mold them in your image, you are doing them a disservice. So it's really important to give a child the very best opportunity to explore and to grow. And a lot of adults nowadays that we see who are depressed or anxious or over-anxious, who are frightened of life, 
had an upbringing where they did not learn that it was okay to be themselves. So do you feel it's important to uh, let the child experience it themselves, go through that to find out what it is? I'll give you an example. Say a black jelly bean. We all know the taste of aniseed, which is a black jelly bean. Some people don't like it. Some people do. If you see the child and you say, oh, let's let him try it. We'll let him try a black aniseed uh, jelly bean and see what they think of it. Yep. And, and then the look and expression on the face will pr- probably say whether they like it or enjoy it or not. Yeah. Do you think we should go through that and do that for them rather than say, no, no, don't give him black jelly beans. He won't like it or you shouldn't have a black jelly bean. I believe it's important not to presuppose anything about a child, but to let a child experience most things in small doses so you can see what the child likes and keep them away from just rewarding them with things like ice cream and those type of foods And look at a wide range of different things that you can get them involved with. The dips that they start off with, you know, the, uh, you know, the mashed apple and the mashed uh, pumpkin and sweet potato, those type of things. They're really good, healthy building things for the body. But if the child is only going to eat the sweet stuff and that's all you give it, then that child is going to grow up with a sweet tooth. They're going to grow up feeling they have to be rewarded and that can emotionally cripple them and at the same time cause physical damage to their body. Now, what about as we advance a few years into the teen years? What's it like there for emotions? Well, Because you've got hormones in the mix there, don't you? You do have the hormones, but if a child has been actually you know, nurtured and cared for, and the reason why I'm doing this show today is because I see so many people in their 50s and 60s who are still carrying issues from their childhood, issues from their teenage years they've never been able to let go of, They've talked about them with therapists, but they've never really understood the deeper issues where their emotions are stuck so that they could go within and release those emotions. And it's so important to balance your blood sugar, to balance your energy, to release emotions. So if in teenage years you were ostracized, say, by a group at school, and this happens a lot with girls, you know, one minute you're in the in-group, The next minute you're doing something a little bit different, the in-group says, no, you don't belong here anymore, and they get thrown out. Now, they can carry that with them and believing that they're not worth anything or that they're a nuisance or a pest right through into adult years. And I can absolutely bet there are people listening today who've went through that, experienced that, and have never really come back to heal it properly. Because if it's not healed... It affects the physical. Mm. What's your thoughts? We'd love to hear from you. 49216216 if you'd like to be part of the program. It's Health and Wellbeing with Naturopath David Lomond. Give us a call now if you'd like to have a chat to him. 49216216 at 2NURFM 103.7. Newcastle and Hutter Valleys, 2NURFM 103.7. Health and Wellbeing. And we're talking about emotions today with uh, Naturopath David Lomond. And we're looking at stages in life and really goes through like seven-year increments, doesn't it? It goes through seven, but in this sort of thing, and this is uh, Eric Erickson's model of childhood, basically, where you go through infancy, toddler one to three years, preschool three to six years, early school six to 11 years, adolescence three, 13 to 18 years, and then young adulthood into adulthood. But if you look at your life now, if anybody cares to look at their life now, the questions to ask yourself is, are you happy? Are you in the relationship feeling good about yourself and about your life the way you want it to be? Are you financially secure? Do you feel that you've got the wealth that you want to have and the abundance that you want in your life? And all of these things are a direct result 
of how we have progressed through our childhood, through into our 20s. And most people that I see in their 50s and 60s have got so many places in their life where their their health is poor, their relationships are poor, they're not speaking to their partner or there's no communication or the sexual energy between them is gone. So much of it is not working because they haven't looked at the way in which they've handled life. Talk to us about, because we've been talking through the different stages in life, the, the teen years, when the teen withdraws and pulls back from mum and dad, hides in its room, spends time in its room, doesn't want to express itself, yeah, no, nah, no, nah, whatever. Yep. What's good, that good, yep. What is that? What's that stage they're going through? Well, a lot of it is that their feelings haven't been heard earlier. So they're actually not able to talk to their parents about what they're going through. You especially find that with children who are gay, that they or they don't know where their place is, or they've been bullied at school, and they don't know how to talk to about to their parents. And the real issue is, does it stop there? No, it doesn't stop there. Those children then go on not able to communicate in relationship in the way that they would like to. They can't have an honest and open relationship, and as soon as something goes wrong, they go back into withdrawal. And that's what I see all the time. I see adults who are in withdrawal from their partner, who who won't sit and discuss things, who won't get together and bring things out and laugh about it and say, God, I stuffed that up. Gee, I'm an idiot. God, I made a mess of that. You know, I'm sorry that you heard that from me or that you feel that way about that thing. Let's see what we can do to make this thing better. Because we get hurt early. We keep the hurt and we keep that hurt rolling along inside of us over and over again, afraid to speak up. And that affects our physical, that affects our blood pressure, it affects cholesterol, it affects um, things like uh, diabetes, so our blood sugar is affected by stress, it affects things like the thyroid, because the thyroid has emotional connections as well, and it affects the liver. So we have to look at things, I believe, not from a simple, this is the physical, We've got to look at it more openly and say, we are a physical, mental, emotional and spiritual being. So where is this issue that I have coming from and what can I do about it? We're talking about emotions today. It's Health and Wellbeing with naturopath David Lomond. If you'd like to call through, 49216216 at 2NURFM. 2NURFM, hello, who's calling? We've got our naturopath David Lomond here for you. Hello. Hello. Yes. Yeah, hello. I'm just ringing up. Um, I'm in my early 50s. Yeah, hi. Hello there. Yeah, hi. Who am I speaking to? Uh, Phil. Oh, hi, Phil. Yeah, how you going? Yeah, good. Yeah, I was just uh, ringing up. I'm in my early 50s, and um, I'm not married, and I've got no children, and... Um, I haven't got a girlfriend at present. I was just wondering what emotional thing um, has been going on there. It would depend on your life, Phil, whether you were encouraged, whether the marriage that you your parents had was a good marriage, whether you saw it, whether it was something you wanted to emulate or it was the opposite of that, you know, and your confidence. You know, your confidence is built in childhood. And without the confidence of being able to approach girls or or uh, being someone who is easy to mix with, easy to talk to women, 
it, it's more difficult to actually get into a relationship and then hold it together. So are you able to talk about your experience of relating to women? Um, well, years ago, I, I've um, had a number of girlfriends and good, good relationships. So um, it's, it's just been for the, the um, recent years. Yeah, so, so I went from um, not really having a problem to, with it to, to having a problem with it. And it can be depending, too, on how badly you got burnt in those relationships or what happened in those relationships yeah. and how that affected you. And women will pick up on that. Are you available or are you, uh, you know, finding it difficult to commit to anything? You know, those type of things, they're an energy that women do pick up on. And they really want to be with a man who's open and, and able to talk about things and discuss things, even past hurts. Yeah. So, yeah. good luck in the, good luck in the dating field, Phil. But if you work on yourself, that's the best way I know of to bring about a healing and bring yourself back into the fold in relationship. Mm, very interesting and good luck thank you for giving us a call there and sharing that with us today 49216216 if you'd like to be a part of health and well-being with naturopath david lomond uh wanted to talk to you about and something you've touched on the the children at school and peer group pressure that can be put upon them when they're there when they come home for the parents it must be very difficult because your child's coming home they're very angry maybe they were very withdrawn on the other side of that coin and trying to work out why is little johnny or sally like this yeah look i've often traced it back with people and what they found was they got bullied at school but they didn't tell their parents but their mm. grades went down so there's usually indicators and it's important i believe for the parents to look for the indicators if there's a change in a child's behavior there has to be a reason for it and those changes and increase in skin conditions any increase in a stress level on a child will usually show somewhere in their body and in their behavior and parents just need to look at that and see, and they can investigate it. And, you know, I've had children at the age of 14 or 15 years got bullied three or four years before, and their parents didn't hear about it for a couple of years, but the child was carrying it and carrying it and carrying it. Now, if that child grows up with that, any time a partner has a harsh word towards them, they'll fold up because they haven't learned how to deal with it. Or they'll get very angry because they haven't learned how to deal with it. It's health and wellbeing. We're taking your calls on 49216216. Hello, who's calling? Hi, my name's um, Cheryl. How are you? Yeah, hi, Cheryl. Um, am I online now? You yes. are. Oh, okay. Um, the gentleman says um, that you've got to be able to help yourself or how to heal. But how do you actually do that? It depends, Cheryl, on what the nature of the problem or the condition is and whether it's manifesting mainly as a physical issue where you need mm -hmm. some help with the biochemistry to get things right or it's an emotional issue where you need some help to explore it and release it. I, I'm yes, not a great believer in just... Um, I use hypnotherapy. <laughs> Other people can use mm -hmm. different sorts of therapy, but that's what I tend to use. And okay. because the body holds it... I teach my clients how to actually go into their body and find it and bring it out and then let it okay. go. 
So it, it's okay. it's just a process. It's just a process that you set yourself up and you say, this is the process I'm going through. This is what I want to achieve. And move towards that all the time. And the more you do that, the freer you become. Mm, so a lot of self-talk or also, yes, actually probably going to someone like yourself and having it working through it with somebody. Working like, through um, it, looking at your life and saying, there's a part of my life which isn't working. I would really like to make that work. Um, where can I find a therapist that can help me do that? Okay. And there's lots of therapists around now that can help you do that. Thank you for your call then. Thank you for helping me that. Now, just uh, touching on uh, again where we were at with the peer group pressure and the bullying, uh, say somebody has been bullied and that is going to have an impact on them later in life. What's the ways they are going to react to that later in life? Are they going to become a bully themselves or, or would they be the other side of the coin where they're it can more be, understanding? It can be either. Like usually the children that get bullied are not the outgoing aggressive ones. Mm-hmm. They're normally the children who are more compliant and more seen as teacher's pets and more seen as different in some way. Now, to me, the people who are different are the ones who make a difference in the world. So if you can bring out their natural talents, if you can help people develop their skills, if you can help them develop their creative side much more in adulthood, they can be free of the bullying because they have a confidence to go forward with that. But if they're just looked down on themselves, if they can't even look at themselves in a mirror often, if they can't hold their head up high, you know, the spine crumbles, their, their face crumbles, they age before their time, all of these things are because we haven't been trained in self-help. What we've been trained is you've got a problem, go to the doctor, get a pill for it. There's a problem with that. It doesn't develop self-confidence. It doesn't develop a person's willingness to look at the hard issues and say, this happened to me. I want to clear that. I want to let go of that. And the training that I've had over the last 20 years has been about helping people let go of it. And there's many other practitioners there doing the same side of, sort of thing. Now, tonight you have a forum. We do have at... Um, New Lambton tonight, and it's the last one for the month, and it's at uh, Alma Road, New Lambton, in the community centre. Will you be exploring this this topic a little bit more tonight? We explore whatever people want to talk about. It doesn't matter. We look at the physical, but we look also at that could be caused by this, and that helps people to understand and put it together more. And people don't have to share. They can just sit there and just take it in and just listen and then do something about it later. It's fine. Say so someone's been listening for the last few weeks thinking, yeah, I'm interested. Or maybe I should come. Maybe maybe tonight is the night that they'll come along. Yeah. Look, it's a good place. It's a good venue. And uh, we get, have a lot of fun there as well, helping people understand themselves better. How do we find out more details about tonight? Call Philip. Uh, Philip's taking all the bookings on 044-888-3838. And it's free entry. So people can purchase an RBTI analysis kit while they're there, but it's free entry. You can come as many times as you like to just listen to what we're trying to help people to understand about the dynamics of their life. And and the good part about it for me, this is the most important part, is come along and say what 
is wrong with you, what your concerns are, because you want to hear that. We do, and we put all that up on a board, and then we explain later how that relates to the biochemistry yeah. So, and also how it relates to the emotional things that are going on as well. Because so many people, sometimes you go to something and you're hearing about someone else, and it's their problems, it's their issues, it's their concerns, and you sit there and go, okay, okay, okay. But this is a chance for you to say what yours are also. Absolutely. Put them forward. You know? Absolutely. And everyone gets equal time. So it's not as though it's all taken up with looking at just one thing. We look at arthritis. We look at blood pressure. We look at uh, cholesterol. We look at a whole range of different conditions, even into the mental health field, because it all depends on the biochemistry. If you get the biochemistry right as the starting point, everything else is easier to treat, in my belief anyway. Okay, well, we're back again next Tuesday afternoon. We thanks, thank you Dave. Today. We definitely are. And thanks, everyone. Joining us with Health and Wellbeing, it's naturopath David Lomond at 2 and URFM 103.7. Coming up soon, easy listening favourites for your Tuesday afternoon with Greg Richard.